Ladies and gentlemen, hi, this is Tav and Alan, host of Comedy of the Pub. This is Cat P. Yumi. The pub is fake. The guests are real, virtual, but real. Those of you on the Patreon can see me gesturing my finger. That's a new thing that we're able to do now. But let me bring in my uh, my host here. I always have to remember I have to do it the opposite way. Darcy Feyender joins us, the producer. How are you, sir? You thought on my screen I'm not over there. Uh, I know, because we're mirrored, and I found out that when I do it this way, then it's actually pointing to you. <laughs> yeah, this way. Oh, you see that? Compensating. Nice. Yes, that's well right. Done. That's not the only thing I I'm ever compensate done. for, Darcy. Uh, pleasure to have you aboard. Ladies and gentlemen, no stranger to this podcast. I don't know. Eight times I'm thinking you've done at least. Um, oh, it's got to be more than that. Oh, it feels yeah. like it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> your friend and mine, uh, love every time you're on this show, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here he comes, Derek Forgy. How are you, sir? Am I on yet? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is, that's the tech. Can you move your head just a little bit that way? Oh just my so you can... God. We had, we had some issues. Which we did. We, are we did. Editing out. And I say we, I mean the royal we, meaning right. Darcy. Well, speaking of issues. Production notes. Yes. Production yes, notes. The, we have production the, notes. The audio may be better. Right. And yeah, we won't we'll know see. what we're talking about when we say move right or left. And yeah. it may be very confusing oh, when we're we'll see. addressing something that sounds crystal clear. We'll see. But I don't. The more we'll I think see. of it, the more I think I don't think this is salvageable. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yes. So we'll this is referring to this as a lost yes. episode in the later. No, 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 no. What's yeah. going on? Um, so here's the thing. This is what we talk about in this. Uh, we talk about uh, your new child. We did talk, we talk about, about your new child. Congratulations. I'm, again. Bre- I'm breaking rules. Yes. By about this. That's a true uh, story. I'm not even joking. That's illegal. No, it's totally true. Uh, we also, uh, we talk about um, uh, hair products from the 80s. We did. Yes. For way too long. For way too long. <laughs> and uh, lastly, we do a, a 2021 year roundup of things that are great. We actually, because it was yes. a crappy, it was a crappy year. We look at the good things and the things we're looking forward to in 2022. You um, just reminded me of one of my favorite Alec Baldwin things. Alec oh, oh things no. What? Great, <laughs> Alec things that are great. Remember, not, okay. When you say scandal 2021, and I just thought of an Alec Baldwin thing, I'm like, oh no, that's not a good thing. No, remember when he used to do Tony Bennett? I like things that are great. That's right. Things that, it, wow, right. so good. Okay. One of my favorite anyway, Alec Baldwin things. We got to get and out of here. something and weird happened. We got to let people listen to this, Derek. Okay. All right. What? Okay. Here it comes. This is the episode. Uh, this is the last episode of 2021. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to join the Patreon for your uh, added bonus video, including the video of this feed. You get to see Derek, and who doesn't like seeing that? I love, I love this gentleman. It's not a scam. <laughs> it helps pay for this. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Derek, here's Darcy, here's me, and here's the music that starts the whole damn thing. So, Derek, I understand you're wearing a candy cane shirt. Tell me about it. <laughs> it's it's very sticky. Yeah. It's, uh, I think. So that may be your allergy problem. Yeah. It's, I regret this. I was trying to be festive, and I regret it already. So, uh, But your nasal passages must be so yes. clear, though. Yeah. Exactly. I'm oh, my God. But I'm sticky. Like you know when you know how soccer players sometimes like when it's when it's like really kind of cold and stuff like that they'll put Vicks on their chest so that it, the that shirt is screaming for that so you walk into a room and people go. <laughs> I think pretty much any sentence you say that starts with you know how soccer players dot 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 I'm gonna go nope. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> you remember? Remember when that soccer player famously? Yeah. No, yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Cut to remember Derek's brain, and it's just like it flies no. around a, an ass on a hill. You know, <laughs> like yeah. an ass, like a donkey. Like that's what I was looking for. How are yeah, you? Yeah, I don't exactly. I, I'm well, man. I'm good. Okay. I'm, if, good. if we can keep, if we can keep the uh, the football references down, this sure. is going to be way smoother. Uh, you know what? This reminds me of the time that Claudio Canigia, he was uh, playing against Dundee United in a 2-1 barn burner. And, uh, it was and now just, you lost me. Yeah, okay. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you see me sharing OHL anecdotes? Oh, you know? by, the, by the way, by the way, uh, Kinks and Frontenac's doing very well this year. I'm very happy to see oh, that. Oh, well done. So, yes. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Have you run into Don Cherry since? Have we got like an update on that story? Oh, my God. You just you just proved me a liar. Yes, I actually have shared more than one OHL anecdote on on this podcast yes. so you just call me out you got me. yeah yeah yeah. i have ohl stories yes before. you have you have 
uh, withdrawn, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. The jury shall disregard the guest yep. comment. Uh, That's right. How uh, how are you? This is coming out. This is uh, dropping. The audio is dropping um, uh, after Christmas. So we're oh, in the, we're okay. in that space between Christmas and New Year's. So the shirt's still festive, still works. You know, you show yeah, up, show up a few days afterwards. Not like you know, it's not like you know, Boxing Day happens and everyone's just like pulling the lights off of the house. It's like you know, you get to you still be a little bit festive. What yeah, of course, and, I keep, and like I said, you keep keep my passages clear. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So we obviously can't comment on how Christmas went because it hasn't happened yet. Uh, right. We'll assume it happened without COVID incident. Shall shall we assume that? That that's fair to assume. Yes, mm-hmm. that is fair to assume. So far, your story checks. Yes, uh, I uh, I don't know about you. I have my booster booked. Uh, mm. December the th- the twenty eighth is when I go. I just went to booster juice. That's a different thing, right? <laughs> so I it it is a thing. Uh, I, I am gonna I'm I'm gonna warn you, Derek. Uh, this yeah. does not it does not have the coverage you think it does. Okay, I wasn't sure. Like, okay. I know, I know they have some ho ho beans. Ho ho ba? Is that a thing? <laughs> you say it wrong. It's Jojo Ba. Uh, Jojo Ba. Oh, but that's shampoo. I yes. was thinking, I was just trying to. Goji berries. Is that yes. a thing? Do you remember? Is that a thing you, do you remember that commercial for ho ho ba? Ho ho ba. Yeah. Yeah. They, used, they just made up words to say, not with yalang yalang. Like, right. Well, no, this, this actual commercial, this was like a like a dance heavy shampoo commercial because yes. Hohoba was in Hohoba, right? And this woman shows up. They've spray painted Hohoba on the wall. This like female yes. dance, this female street gang, and this yep. woman comes in and just goes Jojoba. And this woman just from the from, she's got like the spray paint spray paint can in her hand, and she just snaps the camera and says, "You said it wrong. It's Hohoba, and it's beautiful. It's I, I, totally." I want to find it. Yeah, we're we're getting we're getting into uh, to uh, Jerry Seinfeld routine. Like, what's retson? <laughs> <laughs> is that a good amount of retson? Is is, is acetaminophen <laughs> still a thing? Are we able to have that? Yeah. Is that <laughs> no? But y- Ylang Ylang is the is the is still around. Y- Ylang Ylang, they're still pushing on us. Like now with more Ylang Ylang. I don't know what that like. I don't know what would happen to my body if I was bereft. Of Ylang Ylang. Like, if I was completely out of Ylang Ylang, what happens to me? Is my epidermis, is it, is it bad for my skin? Is it good for my ears? It, what's going on? Is my vision compromised? What happens? I guess I could Google this. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Where were we talking about? Shampoo, I thought. I thought, are we still, are we not on shampoo? Is that? No, we're not. Okay. Yeah, I think right. My favorite uh, shampoo is, uh, or the the made up thing is the Bendy Holdy technology. Bendy Holdy. It with Bendy Holdy technology. Is that is that hairspray? Is that like a mousse thing? It was yeah, some kind of hair product. I can't remember. What Gel. It was. Yeah. <laughs> a mousse. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I, again, we're dating ourselves. We keep doing this. We keep dating ourselves. Mo- mousse is not a. Is mousse still around? I don't know. Ask someone with hair, Derek. Uh, Darcy? (laughs) (laughs) I have not. Yeah, not since grade nine have I gone for moose, I think. No. Mm. At some point I switched from moose. There was a moose phase. Yes. And then it was straight to to gel. Yeah. Just gels. Um, And then at some point I was into the the pace. Into the pace. Yes. You know, like the the uh, You know, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. Yeah, I remember my my first the first time I ventured into anything remotely, uh, I guess cosmetic, like in in regards to hair gel or whatever. I think the first time, because uh, it was it didn't occupy much of my brain, like before the age of twelve, obviously. And then uh, along came acne, along came zits, and of course, when you're thirteen years old, it's the end. You know where this is going, right? And so, uh, and so I'm just looking for, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking through the, the, the bathroom for a way, like, how do I get rid of these zits, which will clearly ruin me? Like the stakes were so high. I'm like, if I show up at school with a zit, I will be, I will, I will be a pariah. Like I can't go to school like this. Nobody gave a shit, but that's not what you think when you're 13. And then I opened up a drawer and my mom's cover up was there like the cover girl flesh colored thing. Now here's the thing, uh, cover up is like skin colored for most white people. Right. I am not the same shade <laughs> as most white people. Like I am eggshell. Like so 
So hey, here hold on I one second. There. I have to. I have to interrupt. When yes, you please. lean to that position where your face is right now on your camera, yes. your audio cuts out. When you move to your right and back, it's perfect. Right here. Yes. Yeah, okay. and for even right for the here, right. Cool. Yes. Don't go. Right don't cross that line. Like yeah. draw okay, something yeah. down the middle of your monitor. Right. Stay on your <laughs> fucking mark, Derek. <laughs> I don't know what how, it is, why it is, but if you drift over there, it cuts out. I, yeah. I don't get it. This is... How far back in my story do I need to go? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's start with uh, the hockey. Uh, there were some updates. Oh, I think you. <laughs> you have an interesting yeah. T-shirt there, uh, Derek. Yeah, what's, what's it, on it that? feels about it. <laughs> Groundhog. Is this being released on Groundhog Day? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I might hold it. You know, it was supposed to be the what was the things that you liked in uh, 2021, but uh, right. no, we're gonna we're gonna do Groundhog Day. Uh, no. So this episode did not make the list. So your concealer, yeah. your 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 mom's concealer. That's the proper word. My mom had concealer, and right. I didn't know this was a thing. And of course, this has been around forever. I'm just thinking, like, what is this NASA science that has come right. along? Like, oh my God, what a brilliant thing! So I took a bit, and I actually put a dab of the concealer over the zit. Now I've got like one patch of normal human skin color (laughs) on my pasty ginger speckled face, which does the exact opposite of what is supposed to, which is to detract attention from uh, from this blemish, which everybody had. Derek went to the tanning salon with a hole in a tarp. And that's how (laughs) this one I like reverse dental dammed my face. Yes. So uh, so now I'm drawing attention to the thing that I'm trying to cruise through. I'm in music class, and uh, uh, Co- I guess Corey, Corey, who is the drummer, goes, what's that on your face? And I'm going, yeah. it's, it's, it's nothing. There's nothing. Clearly, you can tell that there's, this is just a normal human face with no acne on it. He's like, did you put makeup on your face? And now the whole music class is just turning to me, holding my trumpet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm going, <laughs> no, handling it very smoothly. Yes, you are. <laughs> and uh... You're starting to cry. Your mascara is running. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, it did the opposite of what it was supposed to do. So, uh, so I, the, yeah, that was my first foray into anything cosmetic. Yes. And then the second time, uh, not that you asked, uh, was this is what reminded me of it. The, it was the first time I actually tried mousse. I put it in my hair. I'm like, oh, this is why people put do stuff because it looks good. I was like, it was. I would have been in uh-huh. grade eight. So it was the first time I put something in my hair. I was like, oh, this is why people uh, decorate themselves, because how cool. Yeah. And I walked out of the house comp- more confident than I ever been in my life. I'm like, holy shit, I did something adult. Woo. Look out. Mm-hmm. The world The world is going to be easy from this yeah. point forward. <laughs> um, and I in, get to yeah. the bus stop. And, of course, my uh, my childhood bully is there. Because, of course, we took the same bus together. Uh, yes. He was ever present because we lived on the same street. And he goes... Forgy, did you do something with your? And of course, he sees that I've done something to improve myself, which he leaps no. on. He just completely, yeah, like I'm like something about Mary C- Cameron Diaz, and he just he grabs it's me jizz. by the hair. He's like, "This is what you get for trying," and basically lifts me off the ground. <laughs> like uh, he got so much of my hair, shook my skull like an etch a sketch. I think I was briefly <laughs> off the ground, and I'm like, oh "Well, th- this is what this is the price of effort." I'm <gasps> never trying again. And so, so, <laughs> so the moose gave him a handle. Exactly, he gave like it gave him better leverage. And I was in grade eight. I was fourteen pounds, so I was easy to throw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember using moose, and in what would soon become a tradition of mine of driving the women in my life nuts. Uh, every time I yeah, would, that's right. Every time I would uh, uh, put on uh, any moose. Uh, I would turn to uh, my girlfriend or whatever, um, and 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 <laughs> or whatever, just, or I'm whatever. Sure love being described. Yeah, that my way. main squeeze, um, and go, hey, Rocky, just getting ready for uh, for for a night out, and then yeah, that would be, yeah, every time, every time. I Pull thought out you a said Balky, and you were doing a Larry Appleton. <laughs> ah, beautiful. <laughs> I was gonna say, dude, you're Larry Appleton. Is okay. Garbage. I am Larry. Hey, Milky. Hey, uh, hey, don't you? Gotta say, great being perfect strangers. Yeah, he's got uh, he, great week. moose game. Great moose game. <laughs> Larry Appleton, known Larry Appleton. for his hair. Has he yeah. been in oh anything since that? You were just doing a terrible loud. I was. Oh, that was that was fun for me. 
Uh-huh. And Darcy at the bottom. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I, I, am, I am wondering if Larry, the guy who played Larry Appleton, has been in anything yeah. since. Yes. Do Do you know who who played him? Do I know who played? I yeah. don't. I just know he was more of a he was more of a, a live theater guy. Uh, he did a lot of live theater, and I know he uh, did some work with his close friend Lewis Black, who him. Oh, those two are those okay. two are good pals. Oh, wow. So, uh, so yeah, he's, 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 he's been paying his rent. Okay. He's doing all right. Um, I know you were worried. I want to, uh, so the, the guy's name yeah. is Mark Lynn Baker. There you go. Mark okay. Lynn Baker. That's, uh, that's And what, what did you say the character's name was? It was Larry Appleton. Larry. Okay. So just a second here. Larry. <laughs> where, where's this? Where's, are you doing a, are you doing a magic trick? What's going on? Yes. Okay. Give so... me, are you, are you about to start an improv show? Now no, I need a this location. Is, this is what uh, this is what I want. Uh, I, I want to show you. So, um, uh, how come I can't? This is weird. Give me the. Oh my god, Grandpa! Are you trying to program the VCR? What the fuck's going on? No. <laughs> the weird part is, for whatever reason, um, the old the old Zoom box is not yes. letting me show. Uh, it's not letting me share a screen. Are you trying to show me a picture of Larry Appleton? Uh, oh, there we go. Oh my this. god! Oh, yes, I am Larry Appleton. I'm trying to do that. Yes. Okay. Okay. So there's nothing here. For whatever reason, it's not doing this. I was going to show you the before and after photos of of uh, Larry Appleton. So Larry oh, okay. Appleton, when he was on Perfect Strangers, looked very cherubic, very nice. Yes. Right. Well, here's here's the thing with with Mark. Was it Mark Lynn? What is his name? Uh, Mark, Mark, Lynn, Lynn Baker. Mark Lynn Baker, Mark Lynn Baker and I, or, or should I say the Forgies, the Forgies and, and Mark Lynn Baker have this thing where we have this youthful exuberance for some time, like past yes. for, that we keep. And then, and then time catches up with us. We uh-huh. hit 55 and we go right to 80. So, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he, he, he remained kind of cute uh, for like he had that kind of cute sort of boyish charm to him for a while, and then he hit sixty, and it was like, yeah. so so like, here he is. Time caught up with him. Yeah, I think I think you can see him now. So there's Larry Appleton. Yeah, I can see Larry. There right. he is. Mark there Lynn he is. Yeah, yeah. Mark Lynn Baker, played best him known for Perfect Strangers. Yes, yes and then uh, here we are. Uh, Blamo. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah. See, yeah. his chin is gone. He lost his chin here. Um, Even better, this this is the one that yeah, I just went. Kablamo. I am also. I am. I just. I recently had to shave for a roast because uh, I had. To I put saw some that makeup on. Yes, and I. I was. I haven't had. I haven't shaved my face clean for some time. Uh huh. And I, and I remember now. Right. <laughs> like because the last time I saw my chin, I was in my thirties. Uh huh. And I saw it again. I went, "Oh m- mercy!" Yeah. This yeah. This has to grow yeah. back quickly. Mark, Mark Lynn Baker my, right I now. I put my thumb in my mouth and like blew, like, like I was like yeah. trying to get the hair out quicker. Like, oof. I want to gonna... get to the roast in a second. I just want to close off on this. Tell tell me he does not look like he is fronting a Crosby, Stills, and Nash cover band right now. Yeah, yep. I was just going to make that reference. Yeah, yeah he is definitely. <laughs> yeah, Ju- Judy Blue Eyes is about to come out. Yeah. That mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh Anyway, hi guys, back again. Yes. So this roast that you did, you sent it to us. Yes. I, I I put it out in the Ethernet as well because it was yep. it was lovely. You were playing um uh, the raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, all true. Uh, in the, weirdly, and I don't know if you mm. noticed this, Derek. Um, uh-huh. That raccoon to me sounded very much <laughs> like a comic I know by the name of Sully Showman. Mm-hmm. It's very you weird. noticed that, eh? Very, <laughs> very weird. There um, was no way around that. I started where I started playing around with the voice. And, yeah. and once I once I lit that cigar up, I was just like, yeah, right. This Wait, is I, back. Oh hi. It is smoking real cigar. My daughter's here. Oh, just walked in the room. Yeah. Hey, hi. Hello. <laughs> Didn't light an actual cigar. Though. Yes. <laughs> Your dad's smoking. They, uh, Comes in with a fire yeah, extinguisher. As soon as I started to <laughs> just play around with the voice, it was just it was just and it was a roast, right? So sure. there was no way out. I'm like, I'm just doing something makeup that's fine yeah 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 um <laughs> the uh it w- it was very nerdy it was very uh very on brand for the uh for the night it was i th- you did a couple of dc jabs i think as well if i, I think understand. so yeah that sounds right. yeah uh really great job it was fantastic it's like one of the things i was like oh i get to see my buddy do something fun and he's doing something fun and it's great yeah super vulgar like a lot of salty language yep, yep. 
<laughs> because the example I always give for Sully Showman when I'm trying to describe who Sully Showman is, uh, yes. I go to the what has a hundred balls and fucks your grandma. Bingo! And yeah, uh, exactly. love it. Uh, by the way, just a note. There's only 75 balls. That part of the joke always gets me. Just it's E. It's just the the, pe- the pet into me goes, Ugh. but I get it. You, you don't want to say what has 75 balls and fucks your grandma. That's too wordy. I get it. Okay, I'll strike that from the record. Fine, I'll get rid of no, it. No, 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 no. It's a great joke. No, it's a great know, joke. I'm just saying. It's I'm just out. saying. It's out. I'm it's saying. It's no, no, no. It's keep it in. Keep it in. It's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing you do. My favorite thing. Favorite thing you do. Yes. Yeah. I, it was, uh, it's, uh, yeah, for, I know you people listen to have watched this. this You're on the wrong side of the camera. Camera. But, oh, sorry, sorry, there sorry. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I'm not moving. I'm going to get, I'm going to have a curvature of the spine after this. My God. <laughs> Sit right here and not move. Uh, speaking of rice bags was one of the s- biggest laughs I've gotten in years. Yeah. I don't know if people were just hungry for comedy, but they were way too generous for that. Um, I, I, I can't remember if I said this in the, in, in the repost or whatever it is, but I think what makes your comedy work best, uh, in any situation is when Craig Fay is over your shoulder getting hammered. Yes. Yeah. He I did say that. Yeah, it's nice to have somebody behind you, a friend of yours who's, right. who's had a few beverages just laughing and slapping his knee behind he you. Was, it does make it seem funnier. He was like he was like a silent flavor flave getting hammered. Which really is just a well silent flavor flave. That's all it was. Yeah, there was some flavors. Yes. <laughs> um that was a really good so t- take us through that night. What was it exactly? Oh my god! It was it was the roast of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, okay. uh, Sebastian Fazio he does these, he does doing a monthly roast. Was doing monthly roast. The most recent one has been postponed. <laughs> Why is that? Do you Thank think? you, Omicron Percy I eight. That's uh, yeah, that's the thing. But um, I was I, I'm gonna be honest. I was rusty. hadn't done one in a long time, and I thought it was a real big swing. Like I'm in makeup and a ridiculous costume, and I'm screaming obscenities into a microphone. I'm like, is this gonna even work? It was a very young audience. I was so, the oldest okay, one there. So you've by never a you've never been to a drag show what's that now you've never been to a drag show then because that's basically what fair that enough is. but it was like it was old school like uh you know uh milton burl era kind of roast and i'm like are these kids even going to be on my page with this are they going to be you know what right. i mean and i'm just like i'm throwing confetti i'm screaming jokes that are old and i'm just like is this even going to work and it really did it was it was it was uh it was nice to have something work after being you know on a shelf getting collecting dust and sneezing for several years nice. and then get out so uh so yeah that was nice to get out and do a stand up set and it was funny what was also nice about it was like when when i did sully on last comic standing the biggest critique was like oh that guy just googled jokes and read those and screamed them that's not right and even richard kind was like you didn't write those jokes but those ones i fucking wrote yes. <laughs> those ones yeah, are yeah, all yeah, mine yeah. so yes. uh to have the jokes that i wrote go over well um right was also kind of nice mm-hmm. and yeah. let's put it this way if anyone ever wants to take you to task for yeah. uh for not writing your own jokes as sully showman um right. Uh, you can throw in their face that, well, Richard Kind gave me a critique. Where's your, your... Where's your uh, touch with Hollywood greatness? <laughs> Nowhere. So yeah. um, I got, to, I got so, to scream with Richard Kind, which was funny. Mm-hmm. The uh, so so speaking of uh, the roast being shut down for some reason, um, yeah. literally just before we came to air, I saw the the news come through that uh, both Comedy Bar and Comedy Bar Danforth in Toronto are are canceling all shows due to due to COVID. Um, yeah, that's upsetting. And I just wished that you know the the announcement was uh, uh, Comedy Bar. Uh, is closing because of COVID, but not the Danforth location for some reason. I just wish they kind of went rogue for a bit and just went, eh, fuck you. We're still, you know, like, I just love picturing the Danforth being like the haven for anti-vaxxers and they just all go in. And, right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, let's not, let's not be, uh, be too harsh because it's down the street from me. Correct, <laughs> correct. So, nope. uh, yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, I'm hoping it, makes it man i really wanted to oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i can walk home from there yes right um so we uh we have a date right now tentative february date for write them up so uh so assuming everything gets cleared out it's it's near the end of february so we we've got time we've got time Uh, yeah i hope so yeah um how um uh how have you been negotiating this 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 new wave of the pandemic how are things going for you Still that fresh. Tells me everything. I want to um, okay, hasn't changed much. Okay. Uh, be, you know, a father of two, and and uh, school just ended. 
So, um, mm-hmm. so it fe- doesn't feel terribly dissimilar because we've all, we've been cautious anyway. Right. Uh, 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 I'm, sp- I'm I'm buying more stamps. Yes, you That's are. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. This uh, so this obviously reminds me. Um, congratulations! I think I think we we I don't think we ever actually had you on the show at the point where you actually had your second child. No, that's true. That's right. Yes. We, yeah, that's that's think, probably going to be my highlight of 2021. If if I recall uh, correctly. Yeah, I became a dad again. Yeah. So if if I recall correctly, you mm-hmm. um uh you you had us in hushed tones at the end of the show say uh hey, I'm doing this and now you went yeah. and got yourself another child and uh, yes. I just want to say congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm allowed to talk about it now. So we have uh, <laughs> it was we've second daughter. So yeah, yes. yeah. Did, so uh, so it's great. It's great. It's wonderful. We're, they're upstairs. They're upstairs decorating a tree right now. I, I can hear. I'm, I can hear your voice and cats in the cradle playing in my head. <laughs> yes, cats, cats, cats in the cradle. One of the one of the best uh, Christmas songs uh, that ever comes out. You'll be up there with a tumbler of whiskey later, going, "What did I miss?" And uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You kids decorate the tree. I gotta go talk to my friend downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 take us through the process so uh uh, uh you, you 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 have your new child yes and uh when when uh did i can't you remember the 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 gender of the child that you have is it he she who you got i don't know okay. i don't look that closely okay again that's in the cradle right okay <laughs> yeah we have uh, a bunch of, we have a house full of adorable 1930s ladies in the house my wife Essie, and then my daughters Ginny and ruby beautiful so they're basically uh they're basically cocktail waitresses at speakeasies in the 30s <laughs> sure they'll be happy to know that yep that's the names <laughs> you were going for <laughs> now did the, did the child come named or did you get to to, to name is like take, take us through the uh take us through the process yeah did we say that she's adopted yeah she's adopted yet yeah. she's adopted so that's she, why she we uh, yes. couldn't choose the name but she fit in perfectly because we're like we yeah. we we put in the paperwork only cigarette waitresses in the 30 names. Like that's all I want. She has to fit in as a possible burlesque dancer or, or it's a hard pass. And it worked out. Ruby, Ruby Forgy Burton. So there you, there you go. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so uh, how old? She's two and she's hilarious. Uh, Uh she laughs like an old man who smokes cigars and, uh, it's uh, we. T- I tell her knock knock jokes, and she laughs. And she doesn't know what they mean, but mm-hmm. she understands the cadence of how jokes work. I have Beautiful. a video montage of her laughing at jokes, and she's two, and it's fucking hilarious. Beautiful. So uh, <laughs> uh, we make fun of her, and she laughs because she's also two years old. So she's um, uh, everything offends her, um, and she's completely irrational and absurd, and also funny and delightful Beautiful. and fun and the worst and the best at the same time <laughs> as any two-year-old would be <laughs> so is this uh, this is the first christmas in the house for her yeah that's right that's exactly right okay so does she does she know who santa is uh not exactly um okay. she yeah not not ex- not no not exactly that's okay. gonna be that's gonna be a three and a half year old thing i think it's gonna be a next year okay. thing yeah okay yeah, so, so all nice. she's really all she's really gonna see is just like it's kind of like it's kind of like our dog at Christmas is just like hey I'm getting gifts for some reason yeah okay. well she she <laughs> she sort of gets it's going like they're they're upstairs decorating the tree and she just had she just wanted to be dressed as a giraffe for some reason she's like I want to put a giraffe costume on when we're doing this I'm like <laughs> that's festive somewhere for some right. <laughs> sure <laughs> so she's upstairs I'm in a candy cane shirt she's dressed as a full bot like the only part of her you can see of her is just this part of her face it's got a full head and antlers is it are the antlers horns what is on a giraffe horns antlers they got those little things stubs antennae whatever they are wieners (laughs) so head wieners she sort of gets what festive means it's just it's arbitrary that's fun (laughs) yeah it's fun uh it is it you are in for the best christmas ever yeah, it's going to be good. You're Once in. I'm done with this bullshit, right? This fucking podcast nonsense. Yes. Uh, well, one of the one of the reasons that I that I wanted to have you on is, uh, yeah. I wanted to uh, kind of do like a year in review 
And because it's been such a such a crappy year, I wanted to like give people sort of like, hey, if you miss this over the course of something that they could they could do or just like an achievement or, or, or that sort of thing. Um, okay. So uh, one of the things that I that I I, I wanted to get into is uh, talk about um, sort of four things. Uh, mm. Best thing best thing you watched in 2021. The best thing you okay. listened to in 2021. The best thing that happened to you in 2021, I think we know what this is, and uh, and the thing you're looking forward to in 2022. Um, I guess so. Let's start with uh, the thing that you watched. Oh, a thing that a thing that I watched. Okay, well, I I think the uh, ah, it's, it's I wish it was. I wish I could go more obscure. I wish I could go with something like people probably haven't seen, but it was just it res it just it stayed in my brain so much that I just have to talk about it. So I th- I know that I know the gold standard for time travel. Uh, was Back to the Future. Like, that's kind of the one that everybody sort of gauges. But, like, the, the, the quote-unquote rules of time travel, you have to go back to, like, the photo that disappears and my hand that's see-through. And, like, you know, you know what I mean? And I will say this. Not only one of my favorite scenes in any tri- time travel movie or TV show, but also one of my favorite scenes in any movie is when Joe Flaherty shows up with that envelope and, and what is it, time... Is it is it is it three or two? Is it three or two where he shows up? He's from he's he works with um, uh, Western Union, and he shows up. It's two. He at the okay. end of the movie he shows up with the folder that Doc has left a hundred years ago, and Marty's oh. in the exact spot where he goes. Oh, I gotta be honest. Uh, we back at the office. We had a bet if you'd even be here. It is one of my favorite scenes in any movie. Nice. That has been usurped by the newest time travel thing, which is the series Loki. Loki has completely changed the game with time travel anything. They have done time travel better than anyone's ever done it, in my opinion. And one of my favorite... Yeah, I know we're nerding out. My wife just walked in and she's crooking. <laughs> You're a bigger nerd than I am, dork. So... It's... <laughs> <laughs> The per the person who like who will correct my pronunciation on Harry Potter teachers. Uh, thank you very much. I, I get so, the feeling that uh, Derek's going to show up using concealer next time to hide the shiner that his wife just gave him. Oh, throw that in my face! Yeah, <laughs> my wife has used makeup four times total, so she's. That's <laughs> true. We've had daughter and wife sighting. Uh, aren't there children upstairs on the supervised? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't All play right. with the good knives. Ah, this this podcast will be known as Exhibit D. <laughs> <laughs> this will be played in a courtroom somewhere. Uh, anyway. Oh, good. Our uh, numbers we'll our numbers will go up. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Be good. Um, what was I talking about? Yes. So, okay. The thing that has the, the thing that has kicked out that scene from Back to the Future with the with the folder is and spoiler ahead, but this is a pretty prominent thing in the show, so I'm not going to be ruining anything. Those characters hiding out in apocalypses is one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen in a TV show. Okay. Like they're hiding in an apocalypse so that they don't affect the timeline, so that nothing counts, nothing matters. It, whoever came up with that idea, take the rest of the week off. That's Whatever cool. week it is, take the week off. It's so fucking brilliant. And I can't believe that nobody ever put that in a movie or TV show or book Ever, maybe somebody has, right? But right. I've never heard of this before. They basically they they time travel to Pompeii so that whatever they do doesn't matter as long as they get out before the freaking uh, thing blows up. Nothing matters because everything will be erased. What a fucking brilliant idea! Yeah, that and that's just a side note. That's not even the crux of the show. That's just a side note that is peppers the plot. Brilliant. That's that's my favorite thing of the year. Wow. I watched. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Darcy, what's yours? Wait, what are we talking on now? Yeah, this the, is favorite, what, the best thing thing you, favorite thing you want. So after Derek did that wonderful description of just that one moment, uh, it really <laughs> pales into comparison my my selection, uh, which is Kevin can fuck himself. Um, fantastic <laughs> show, fan fantastic show. I can't speak okay. more highly of it. I think it's only around for one season. If you saw it, you got to see it. Um, and the, the, the context of the show or the conceit of it is it's a three camera sitcom, Mm. but it's a really crappy one. Like it, it makes two and a half men look like Frasier. It's bad. But as soon as the main character leaves, 
you're following her in single camera format Ooh, all around the house and 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 dealing with the so these the 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 sitcom moments kind of happen as uh kind of like um benchmarks you need to get to right like their little flag posts so you go boom okay we have the establishing one bam and then she has to go to her job she has to go to her shitty job which isn't even referenced in the in the sitcom and then it you know and then she's got to deal with her lout of a husband and i'm not going to you know give away too many plot points but you know he is a very insensitive lover uh and person and so very self-centered and so she is just driven numb by this guy and so you're seeing sort of the toll it takes on her outside of the sitcom and as soon as she opens the door to the house to return it snaps to the three camera sitcom again and now she's in that context okay you know and then you know she's got to deal with her husband's bullshit like oh we're gonna set up an escape room what in the house yeah we're on it and then they go away and she goes into the kitchen and it snaps to single camera again where she's sobbing and it's just it's amazing it is such wow. a great show yeah. sounds pretty good love it love it uh, also, uh, honorable mention to No Time to Die. It was a beautiful way to, um, uh, to, uh, to, to have a Bond film. It was a, I'm not going to give anything away on that. Um, sure. yeah. Worst one, Castle for Christmas. Just saw that the other day. That was, absolute, okay. that was hot garbage. Oh, can, can I, can I, I want to get the numbers up. I just want to give an honorable mention to something that like, uh, that came out years ago and didn't give, di- wasn't given a proper shake. So, you know, remember that, remember that, <laughs> wait, no, I'm setting something up. You remember that, that show that was like, and you know, my name is Simon yeah, and Simon, the things yeah. I draw come true. So yeah. this happened. I remember watching 30 Rock. And I was, and my wife and I were doing this thing where it's like uh, we were casting members of the Muppet Show in Thirty Rock. So I'm okay. like, okay, Liz Lemon is Kermit, and right. Fozzie is this, and we were like, and we're like, oh my god, this really tracks really well. Wouldn't it be cool if like somebody rebooted the Muppet Show but did it as like Thirty Rock? Wouldn't that yes. be fucking amazing? We said this years ago, and then it happened. ABC did one season of this. And they they moved it around, and the ratings were terrible, and then they got a bunch of complaints because uh, Kermit and Piggy got divorced, and people flipped out. And then it got it got shelved, and only lasted for one season, and God damn it, is it good. Yeah, it is I bet. so good, and it's the ABC one. It's on Disney Plus now, and okay. uh, I'm telling you, man, it is sharp, it is funny, it's one of the best things, like, you can watch it with your kids, it's, 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 it's racy enough for the adults to like it, but it's cute and, and, obsc- and, mm-hmm. and silly enough for the kids to watch it. My, my daughter and I, she's nine, we both laugh our freaking faces off at it, it only yep. lasted 13 episodes, and it needs to come back. If you go to Disney Plus, don't watch the Jason. The Jason Segel one's fine. It's it's pretty good. But when you look for it, make sure you look for the little ABC logo. That's the one you want to watch. It will not disappoint you. There, right. that's my honorable mention. Okay, it's it's years old, but it's fucking good. Right. <laughs> the and, um the other thing uh like that that the uh, the Jim Henson Studios did they had an improv show for adults called Muppet Up. Oh, did you ever see this? I never I, heard I, of that. Yeah, didn't get no. to see it. No, again. Oh, wait, I remember hearing about it, but I didn't see it. Yeah, limited run. It mm-hmm. was literally just, it was like, who's lying, but dirty and with puppets. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm so in. Yeah. It, uh, it, w- it was fantastic. It was a fantastic watch. And it, it, it's the exact same kind of hit points that you described. It's like, you know, ready for adults, oh. wacky, zany. You've got a crab playing a pimp. Like, it's just, it's stupid stuff, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And the, the best thing about the ABC version of the, of the Muppet Show was how perfectly everybody was cast Correct. when you watch it and if you do you'll be like oh my god this is such good casting everybody fits in the role so perfectly right. uh yeah anyway like fozzy's the warm-up guy it's amazing anyway of course he is of course he is. Right. <laughs> it's perfect yeah anyway sorry go Darcy, on. what was the thing that you liked uh for me i'm not sure when the release date of this i'm not sure if it's in the year but bill burnham's inside yes. as far as yeah. specials yeah like just mm-hmm. I watched it, it enjoying it and then I watched it again trying to figure out how he did it like the amount of work well and you know you you should do that because he did it all by himself himself yeah it's insane not how one much person helped him not one person helped him <laughs> with He's any lighting any any production any post production it was all him it's insane how much work he and he alone did without any support of anyone. It's well, I think so the horse great. is dead. 
<laughs> Yikes. Darcy. Um, When's the end of year uh, staff meeting? For, I, uh, uh, I am uh, Darcy. I'm with you. I thought I, I thought it was great. And even though I'm not a fan of Bo Burnham, I found myself enjoying it. Um, there's, yeah, still, there's still things I go back and think of, but I, it's it, it's like I'm I'm happy I saw it, but I don't need to revisit it. It mm. was a thing. It was a thing. Right. I'm not going on like my fifth rewatch of Hannah Gadsby's Nanette. For the same reason, right? Very, di- very different special, yes. by the way, though. But yes, uh, I get, similar yes. but different. Yes, yes. Uh, in 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 the sense that in, in the sense that uh, both are important to watch. Yes. Uh, I feel I feel both are important, um, but um, not necessarily laugh riots. I would say. I got you. Yeah, I got you, man. That was almost my choice, Darcy. So good, good luck. But I went with a Muppet show. That was yes, like- Attaboy. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, and nerdy time travel. That's right. Uh, yeah, and I went well, with an AM- I- AMC show with a swear in the title. So <laughs> yes, on the on the on the time travel thing, and this is uh, a trashy watch, but La Brea. Do you guys oh, see okay. that? No, that is no. A time travel. Is it? is it really? I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was uh, an apocalypse. Massive sinkhole, right? Sinkhole thing. Yeah, but when you fall to the sinkhole, you end up ten thousand years in the past. Of course, you do. In Los Angeles. <laughs> in Los Angeles. But you're like, you know, you're a- actually sitting at the 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 tar pits, watching, you know, like, oh, look, tar so pits and- so the tar pits are actually a singularity. No. So there's the. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. But there's <laughs> these sinkholes open up in many places around the world. Okay. Um, and so you can go in and out of different times mm-hmm. through these little portals. And some of them are sinkholes and some of them are on top right. of mountains. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's terrible, terrible writing. Okay. Um, bad acting. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm in. You know, it's like, it's, <laughs> they just found their poll quote. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, like I get, I love time travel stuff and also gets me upset when things are like. It's just because it's so easy to do something really lazy and go, oh, because, you know, it's the um, the Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Oh, it was me who stole my dad's keys. Like, right. You know, yeah, we'll yeah, just... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll just put here and you'll find it later. That's you have to remember to do it. But I did do it because yeah. they're right here. Look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I love and hate that at the same time about time travel. Sure. Stuff. <laughs> like, oh, my my favorite is when you just stand in a cornfield and wait for you to show up so you can shoot yourself in the face. <laughs> That's my favorite. You that's a wait. looper reference. That's a looper reference. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah that that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so easy it's so easy for time travel to go bad, and that's why I'm raving about Loki because it's so airtight. Yeah. It's so easy for that to go sideways. Yeah. If you yeah. take like, and even Austin Powers makes a joke about that. Like if you take a second and try to find any logic, you're doomed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't bother because you're. What are we doing? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I think I think aside, aside because Bill and Ted with the car keys is is forgivable. What is unforgivable is Superman spinning the world backwards and yes, making an yes, earthquake. Yes, 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 yes. I can't yes. believe that got past the scripts. Yeah, the script phase. But anyway, continue, Todd. You were going to say something. Uh, no, no. I'm just I'm picturing like that rewrite you know, hitting the producer's desk and they just go. Yeah. Shrug. Just, you know, just is this a thing shrug. that can happen? Has anybody ever done it? No. Has anybody ever not done it? No. Well, fuck it. Let's do yeah, it. Let's there shoot we go. it. <laughs> uh, what's it do to my production time? Um, yeah, exactly. Best thing you listen to in 2021. Oh, sure. Uh, best thing you listen uh, to. I, A-H-A-H-I. He's a, he's a folk musician. Um, okay. uh, he's having a stellar year he's having like an incredible year i'm just so happy for him um i first got to know his music uh watching him perform between a ferris wheel and a waffle truck at a at a food truck festival his drummer is a friend of mine sean kalali okay i came to befriend him truthfully in in the interest of full disclosure and his music is genuinely his music is stuff i would listen to on purpose even if he wasn't a friend of mine because he's such a great singer songwriter okay he's got a raspy voice that is also soothing and he 
his his lyrics are are intelligent. His his melodies are incredible, and he's gone from uh, trying to play louder than the generator beside him, okay, <laughs> and bu- and literally busking at Queen and Woodbine uh, during okay. like face painting days to doing videos with the Grammys. Like okay. the guy so has right now. What you're describing is not that dissimilar to the listener having to deal with you clipping. <laughs> it's very close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is not going to air, is it? This is never oh, going to no, go no, no. anywhere. It's going out. It's, it's just going for us. Out. It's just for us. Yes. Yeah. So um, he, he he's an incredible singer songwriter. He's got I think it's his, his fifth album. Just just uh, his fifth. I have his I have his EP and I got three of his. Albums. I think it's his fourth album, and okay. it's just it, he he went from the, to from playing beside a Ferris wheel to being on like the big screen at Dundas Square for Spotify. Like okay. he's that's inside. It's uh, 16 months, an incredible rise to fame. And uh, I'm so goddamn, I love it when people who are genuinely good, self-starters, indie musicians, good people, good talents actually fucking make it big. And I'm thrilled that people are finally hearing his music because it it makes you crazy when somebody's so good and nobody knows who they are. And now people know who he is and and I'm thrilled that it's happening. A-H-I, his name is I. Uh, okay. Find him on Spotify. Thank me later. Mm-hmm. Great. Darcy, <laughs> what did you listen to you liked? I mean, sort of similar story. It's uh, it's Lisa from Blackpink. And okay. um, she did a little bit of solo work. Um, yeah. What is a Blackpink? <laughs> two colors. For the next question. Yes, two colors. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm a fan of the Red Blacks. I'm familiar with that sort of thing. You know, I just recognize it as a shitty name. So, yes, the Ottawa yes. Red Blacks, the most almost kind of yes. sounds racist, but not that actually. That is literally a joke I have on stage now, which I destroys oh, right. I in the nation's capital. Sorry. That's right. Oh, I, I'm totally fine. I, I'm just happy someone knows it. That's great. Yeah. Um, so what is what is a black pink? Oh, just Google it and see if you can find it. Now, what you the, said, now Todd, what you said was racist. What, <laughs> what's a black pink? Okay, I'm sorry. What is an N-word pink? That's what I meant to say. I apologize. Um, Can we have copyrighted music on here? Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's (laughs) Google Blackpink. Okay, see if uh, see if they pop up at all. Let's 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 take a look at this black pink. Here we go. Derek, do you know who they are? Blackpink. Okay, first of all, it's okay. So this is what I love. First of all, the first correction that is made is Blackpink is one word. Yes, not two. Stylized as um. Oh, they're Korean. And it just says, literally, I will share my screen just to show you this, just so you don't... Oh, come on. Think... It's, just a, it's just a picture of Larry Appleton. Uh, no, no. Very close. Very close. Uh, it is, you can see right there, girl group. Yep. Yep. That's okay. all it is, is a girl group. Um, well, in yeah, fact, a... a girl group is a group of girls. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So this is this is what the and this is what you're listening to there, Darcy. Okay. It's, yeah. So Lisa would be the one furthest on the right. No, on that one she's the, the uh, one with second, the pink hair. Um, okay, sure. From the right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And, and what's so her? And sorry, what's a bit her of name? a solo project? L A L I S A. L A L I S A. Jesus. You can find the video for that. No, now it's Balky. Yes, now it's Balky. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, first solo hit in America with Elisa. Nice. Oh, good for her. Okay. Guinness Book of World Records. I listen to a lot of K-pop. Now, why is that? When did you get into, when did you get into this, uh, this, uh, K-pop tip? So maybe the year before okay. I got into like watching dance videos on YouTube. Got it. This big rat hole of watching choreography. Ooh. Right. And it took me to this studio in South Korea called 1 million. Okay. And so from there, like be a lot of hip hop songs, but then there'd be all these K-pop songs. And it took me from there to actual, because these guys, all the K-pop bands are all amazing dancers as well, right? Like they go to like some kind of concentration camp or something as kids and learn how to sing and dance. I'm not sure they call it that. (laughs) Maybe not. Do they take a train or something? That doesn't sound The whole K-pop music, it's it's a whole factory churning out these mm. these uh boy and girl groups 
Long uh, story short, Your Honor, that explains my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So that's exactly. But it's yeah. It's, so it's from one dance to the next, and then so now yeah. On Spotify, if I went down like my top, to, I didn't mean to belittle. No, your, your no. Face, this is it was, just, it was just no, 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 there. no. This is a total guilty yes. pleasure. This is this is something I didn't think I was bothered going to bother bringing right. up. <laughs> I was like, is it? Do I mention the K-pop, the the Korean dance videos? Or do I just stick with Twitch and watching Call of Duty Mobile? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, this is the this is the listened. This is the listened portion that would have been in the viewing yeah. portion. Um, I was thinking, yeah, I went with Bo Burnham, but I could have gone with Parker the Slayer as sure. the YouTube's video game streamer. Fair enough. Okay. No, I uh, as long as we're talking about video games, can I can I go on record and uh, give a shout out to um, Metroid for the Game Boy 1991? That's the only okay. game I'm playing. <laughs> My, no, true story. My mother Still, yeah. found my, this is a true story. My mother found my old Game Boy tucked away somewhere that I got when I was a kid and put a fresh pair of batteries in it and said, is this anything? And I turned that thing on. Ding! Metroid started wow. out and I just about fell over. My 44-year-old ass just about fell out of the chair and I picked up right where my game left Beautiful. off. Beautiful. <laughs> 1993. Beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> That it, incredible! Like my game was saved. Awesome! I'm like, oh shit! I gotta find okay. this. I cannot thank you enough for that story because I literally think Darcy was like two minutes away from describing blockchain. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that uh, is. Me either. And don't even start. Um, my, I will say this, Darcy. I'm co- I'm coming to your defense. I'm coming to your defense because I have done. I've I've made this speech many times. Not on this. Not on this. Not on a podcast. Yeah. But I've made this speech in public many times because I don't like it when people get grief or even guff for that matter right. about their uh, about their musical taste. I don't give a shit what it is. Uh, like music is music. It, you like it for whatever reason. You don't give it, it. It doesn't matter. There's been so many genres and artists that have been made fun of in their heyday. And then 20 years later, it's cyclical again. And it's cool again. Like people said that the Jackson five were uh bubblegum bullshit. And it's like, you find, you find a, 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 you find a person who doesn't groove a bit to, I want you back. Like that doesn't have blood pumping through their body. Right, right, like right. it's it's just it creates. So I will never ever. I used to do this. I used to be a music snob about this, as you can see by the wall in the background, all this, this compact discs I have in my. Mm-hmm. I used to be a bit of a music snob and and take the piss out of people who whose musical tastes were not. Blah, 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 blah. But now I'm just like I don't give a good goddamn what you like. It doesn't matter if you groove to it, if you dig it. I don't care if it's like Smash Mouth is getting made fun of these days. Uh, everybody shits all over Nickelback. Who gives a fuck of whatever you like Mm -hmm. if you like it like it unapologetically you know what i mean and and the only the only reason i wouldn't is like if the person's if the person is an absolutely reprehensible human that's a different conversation but liking music for the sake of liking music i'm never going to give you shit for it right the jackson five yes michael jackson uh ted nugent get the fuck out of my face sure i get it but that's that's a different conversation right i I think you'd like some k-pop like the production on this like you like edm and stuff like that right so i think the the production work on this st- is mm-hmm. incredible. And because it is such a, um, it is such a machine that they go through so many people and try out so many things and just the, the very best and the most hooky and stickiest right. of the music gets out there. Okay. It, it's uh, it's amazing. I look forward to the playlist you're going to send me. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we'll find out, like, I think we're already finding out that it's, it's ruining a lot of young people's yeah. lives who go through this, you know this farm oh, system. Yeah. There's cool. going to be cool. documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be 18 documentaries about this. Yeah. Um, the uh, I, I by the way, I'm with you on the the no such thing as a guilty pleasure because uh, we were having dinner at a at a friend's house the other day, and uh, um, they were listening to some 80s thing, and some song came on. It was like something by the Eagles, and the 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 husband of the of the two went, oh, I love the Eagles. And I went, oh, you got to be kidding me. He's what, you don't like Eagles? And it's like, he corrected me because it's like Eagles, not the Eagles. Uh, you right, know, right. they are they are the Ukraine of not pronouncing the the uh, in front right. of that. And um, I said, no, I don't because they're garbage. Uh, the only band I hate more is The Doors. He went, you hate The Doors? And I was like, <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, look, I know how this is going to play out. You know, 
I'm gonna. You're gonna ask me what my favorite band is. I'm gonna say Devo. You're gonna go Devo, and then that's where it's gonna end. You're right in your yeah. head. I'm right in my head. It really doesn't matter. And the lot that I've seen this movie before, but know at the end, sure. your love of the Doors and the Eagles is wrong. That's all it is. So it's fine. It's fine. Um, speaking of documentaries. How can be wrong you piece of shit you pretentious bearded brick yeah how can a, how can a preference <laughs> sorry i came in a little hot there yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love the consistency of character i love it a preference can't be wrong That's no the, it can't no, I, I, unless objection, it's your honor objection mm. I think, well, okay, there are some preferences that are wrong, and there are court cases and laws written against them, if you know what I mean. Not for Hotel California, you jag. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, but by the okay. way, still wrong. Oh, we're coming still back wrong. to this. I was in the, uh, what's it called? It's got a German name, but I was in Austria. Austria okay. has this multi-million dollars listening room. So right. it has been scientifically crafted to that any song of any genre will sound as perfect as it possibly can. Right. So you go Nat King Cole, you go Ja Rule, you go Tchaikovsky, it doesn't matter. It's crafted to to make to amplify whatever that artist was doing. And there's only one bench in the middle of this weirdly egg-shaped room. Right. So if you're not sitting in the bench, it doesn't sound as good. So I sat in the bench and I was listening to I think um it was like it was like Moonlight Sonata by because they they only had like the greatest recordings of all time on a loop playing so i'm sitting listening to beethoven's moonlight sonata love it and (laughs) i can't even i can't even describe how great that song and how perfect it sounded in that room the next track was Hotel California by that's when Eagles, I walk out of that that's, so, when, that's when I flip that bench over and light it on fucking fire. I <laughs> flip, boom, good night. If I sat you in that bench in Austria, I would you strangle would have a new you. Appreciation for Hotel California. No, I would not. No, I would not. Yep. I love. I love. By the I way, that look, it takes... I would look around like he's on some kind of like prank show. Like yeah. he'd be like, yeah. He, <laughs> this is and it. And by the way, Derek, it says so much that you need to take me to a room in Austria to make me like the Eagles. I love that. Yeah. That's what it takes. We have to book fucking flights. Um, yep. We are we are running out of time. Um, no, we're so not. I'll just, I got, we are. Um, <laughs> the two the two things that that, that came to my mind, as, uh, and I'll, I'll pare it down to one. Um, speaking of documentaries, it was a uh, podcast that came out that was a compliment to the CNN series about late night. Uh, it was called Behind the Desk, the story of late night, and it was narrated um, and uh, hosted by uh, Bill Carter, who wrote the two books about the war on late night, um, uh, the Leno Letterman uh, rule after um, uh, after Carson retired, and yeah. then the secondary book, um, uh, which which covered the um, uh, the Conan trials uh, and tribulations. <laughs> the, Conan that he had. Trials. the Conan trials, as we call them, <laughs> history uh, will look back on them as the Conan trials. Yes. Um, the now best thing that happened to you in 2021. Can I guess what it is, Derek? Well, let's not go with the obvious one. That's boring because okay. people are going to be rolling their eyes and going, "Yeah, yeah, we get it. You became a father." Yes. Wink, wonk. So we we covered that. So let's go with a less obvious one, yes. uh, like a less cliche one that your listeners might enjoy. So I went on a deep dive okay. uh, on a subject that uh, was largely ignored growing up, and as a Canadian, it's not just me. It's like our whole education system. I went on a deep dive with Indigenous issues, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to teach myself the stuff that should have been taught to me earlier. And uh, and I was so... um, Man, I don't even know what the word is. I was so invigorated... And so shot, like my jaw kept getting dropped over and over again. It was yeah. just like, yeah, 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 it was yeah. just like one red pill moment after an over and over, like Morpheus and Neo over and over and over again. Right. And I said, I got to get this out there. Like, I, and I got to come at this from the point of like, I'm really sorry, but I didn't know this shit and you need to know this shit too. So I right. came up with a series called Things I Wish I Had Known and I, yes. record, and I recorded them from the, in the position of like, hey. I'm not a white, I'm not coming at you from a white savior. I don't know shit. And I just learned this. I'm not coming at you with like, I know a bunch of stuff and you should really catch up to where I'm at. Right. 
I'm only one lesson ahead of you. So let's right. learn this together. You know, right. it's like, what's that What's that joke from, uh, I think Billy Connolly has that joke of like. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm the next page ahead of the guy in the Pete Seeger How to Play the Banjo book. Exactly. He yeah. was, yeah, the teacher was one page ahead and that's why he could teach the class. That's me. So I, rec- I, I, I like to believe that I have a way of shrinking things down in a way that is not accusatory, you right. know, and I, I think one of the things I bring to the table is like, when I'm talking about an issue, I, I try my very best not to make it feel like somebody's being being having a finger wagged at them or uh or i don't want to make it a diatribe i just want to come at it from a like a aw shucks here's something i learned let's sit down and talk about this together and i did seven chapters and i'm doing more and of all the spaghetti i've thrown at the wall over the years and the many different creative endeavors i've been a part of or spearheaded or been on the sidelines of this is probably the thing one of the things i'm most proud of and uh, and I'm really, really happy. And I'm telling you right now, getting random messages from it, r- complete strangers that are indigenous mm-hmm. sending me private messages and going, well, thank fucking God. I'm paraphrasing. Like, yeah. it is so refreshing to see somebody, and I'm paraphrasing, but not by much, somebody as white as you yes. <laughs> doing videos To the like point this. of translucency. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, having them go, this is the right tone and the right approach, and you are actually well-researched. It is refreshing, and I'm sharing this with my friends. I, it's been yeah. one of the most gratifying things I've done in my entire life. And so uh, I don't mind boasting about that, and I do it unapologetically. Right. I'm, uh, I'm sure your new daughter doesn't feel slighted in the least. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. Darcy, uh, what, uh, what about you? I uh, didn't get COVID, so yes. there's that. Checkmate. Year ain't over yet, buddy. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. let's see. When this airs, I might be visiting my parents and my in-laws. Beautiful. Or I might not. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Everyone's kind of in that same boat. Um, for me, best thing that happened is um, when I was able to come to Toronto and walk onto the stage and say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Write Em Up. Oh, buddy, that was, yeah, that was up there for sure. Uh, and I didn't cry doing it. Yeah, that was it pretty was, good. It was amazing to come back to, you know, we had done it online. In fact, uh, by the time this uh, drops the auto, we will have done the Unknown Comedy Club, uh, which is, we're, we're trying that out for the first time. So this is going to mm. be kind of cool. Uh, they're a really great setup. Uh, Rodney Ramsey and Daniel Woodrow um, uh, run that thing. It is so great and so happy to be a part of it. Um, so hopefully that went well. I guess we'll see. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm confident it will. That was, that was my honorable mention because I knew you were going to cover it. Yeah. So yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it, it just, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't have been happier with the night, uh, sold out, uh, beyond capacity, beyond capacity for, um, uh, standing room only. And it was great. So, uh, stay tuned in February at write em up show. You'll be able to see it. Last thing. What are you looking forward to in 2022? Let's make it quick. Oh, uh, uh, more, uh, co- co- the, the, the renaissance of comedy. I, uh, yeah. we got a little taste of, of the, f- there were so many people and you know this, Todd, you know this, you guys, you guys know this directly. There was so much dire, sad, upsetting, dark talk from the comedy community that it was over. They were just like, it was very much like, oh, well, the, we're comedy's done as a concept. It's over. And it was, it was difficult not to feel that way, but we got that little taste of the hunger that's out there. And right, that right. little taste of people like, no, 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 we want it more than ever now. So once we can actually like open up the engine and really hit the gas and safely have comedy shows again, I really think there's going to be a renaissance yeah. of shows. And uh, I think it's going to come back real fierce. And that I'm excited yeah. about. Awesome. Makes sense? Darcy. It's a vague answer, but you get the idea. No, no. Like I just get that, it. Little, no. that little taste of write them up and then, and then doing the roast afterwards. Like I did that two shows in one week. And that was yep. the, and that was, that's, that, like, it was a huge spike on the graph, <laughs> relatively speaking. Two shows yes. with the numbers to the roof. Yeah, we probably shouldn't talk about spikes on graphs in terms of positive things, but <laughs> well, yes, I get you. Yes, that's right. Fair point, that's Your right. Honor. Um, uh, Darcy, other, other than your questionable hard drive, what are you looking forward to in 2022? Yeah. Let's see. Not getting COVID, I guess. There we go. Okay. Like, I'm hoping, yeah, it starts off with me flying back home to toronto from visiting my parents right. and yes. in-laws yes uh, but um, yeah but so far really lucky it's, mm-hmm. it it's it hasn't really touched me the the 
the pandemic, like as far as my, you know, immediate family, no one has yeah. really had any yeah. real scares with that. Yeah. Um, and I hope that continues. That is, uh, that is exactly mine as well. I, uh, I am looking forward to this being done. I'm looking forward to live shows. I'm looking forward to engaging more with the Ottawa community and while still keeping, uh, an oar in the water in the, uh, Toronto community. Um, yeah. cause both places are important to me. Ottawa is my new home and Toronto as the place that I performed in for over 20 years. So, uh, it's, yeah, this is, uh, this is what I'm hoping 2022 brings. Um, all right. Uh, we got to get out of here, guys. Uh, yes. So, uh, Derek, uh, where do people find you online so they can check out all this stuff? And uh, we'll hang out. And we'll take the picture for a bit and yeah. say goodbye. Probably, but where do people find you? I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to uh, to the uh, things I wish I'd known. I'm gonna say just go to Eco Allies on Instagram. Eco at Eco Allies. Yeah. Go there, and that's the only thing I'm gonna plug. Uh, I'm gonna okay. plug that just so it's it's fresh in people's minds. They're short, they're fast. I swear I'm not going to make you feel bad. You're going to have a couple laughs and you're going to learn a couple things. And I'm super proud of them. And they're short. And the ones that are long are super meaty. They're shocked full of goodness. You're going to be like, oh, this is so good. It must be fattening. (laughs) Uh, Darcy, where do people find you? Uh, Monty and Darcy on Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. That's actually not me. It's mostly my right. cat. It's mostly but, your cat. Uh, you it's know. mostly your cat. I got it. And, <laughs> and at DeFinder on Twitter, you lurker. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me personally at Hayes TVA on all of the socials. You can follow this very podcast at CATV Podcast. That's right, folks. Cat P. Uh, go to iTunes. You know the drill. Five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. Five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. Yeah. Uh, as well, write em up show at write em up show on uh, all the socials. Uh, we'll be making formal announcements about uh, the date, the live date in February. Uh, watch your calendars and watch your COVID numbers to see where that's going to end up. Otherwise, um, we are going to keep doing the, uh, the online ones, which allows us to, uh, bring people shows remotely. So you don't need to leave your house if you're not feeling, uh, very comfortable with it. Um, as well, <laughs> make sure you join our Patreon, uh, so you can see, uh, live video plus actual bonus features that are going to be coming up, uh, in the coming months. Uh, like our sound check. Yes. Uh, oh, that's staying in there. Um, if you want to know Bonus. the, if you want to know the most painful part of uh, of this show, um, you can join our Patreon. It's delightfully <laughs> funny. Uh, three bucks a month, uh, and you get access to the video and all kinds of other fun stuff. Ladies that's and gentlemen, that's a scam. No, it's great. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Derek, the no longer erstwhile Darcy, uh, and myself, when you listen to Cappy, you're in for a good time. Jimmy, you are always the podcast. Lately. Lately, I find I rush Can't piece together the sun and the sky of the spots on my face